Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the planet. I am your host, Megan Granger, and as always, we are joined by producer Crystal Chris. Hey, Megan. Hi, Crystal Chris. This is a very special day for Superficial Magic. Do you know why? Why? Because you're our guest. Oh! Hello! I love it. Yep. So Crystal Chris is the reason the podcast still exists in any way, shape or form. (laughs) And he's one of the wisest people I've ever met, though you don't really know it. um, Sometimes you're just spinning truth. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) I'm honored to be here then as a guest. Thank you. (laughs) You do a lot of full moon rituals with us. You are basically the only boy in a house with some girls who really love this kind of stuff. You did some shadow work with us one night that was so powerful that you caused an earthquake for sure definitely i think i caused an earthquake okay hold on to that because that's what we're gonna start with okay okay so don't let me forget earthquake earthquake (laughs) um today's solar plexus day solar plexus week please go follow us at vibe higher bitch on instagram it's just solely dedicated to energy and wellness also i want to give a shout out to ariel colleen thank you so much for showing support it means the world to me go to the superficial magic website read the blogs this week's is called how to succeed like a sociopath Whoa. Yeah, I, I put a lot of thought into it because, I mean, you don't have to look very far in our world to see that it's being run by sociopaths, for sure. Yeah. And I think it's one in every 20 person they're saying now is a sociopath. Wow. Maybe I made that up. It might be one in every hundred. I don't know, but that's too many sociopaths. That's a lot. Yeah. They're, they're everywhere. So, like, what are they doing that's actually... Helping and how can we do it without, you know, fully being sociopaths? Do you Mm -hmm. hear what I'm? Absolutely, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, you got to channel some of that, whatever that is that allows them to just right sleep well, (laughs) (laughs) sleep well, live well, all of it. So yeah, superficialmagic.com podcast. You can order a T-shirt, rate us five stars. You know the drill, all of that fun stuff. I love you guys so much. I can't wait for you to listen to this episode where we talk about the light within. It's Solar Plexus Day. It's Solar Plexus Day. You have all fire in your chart. Fire, fire, fire. Yeah. It's like three fires. Yeah. So the solar plexus is fire. It's the sun within solar, obviously. It's located like right above your belly button below, like diaphragm kind Mm -hmm. of, you know? And it's that ball that like gets, okay, I have this memory of being so mad at this ex-boyfriend. We had planned a vacation and he was a bit of a... Drug dabbler, mm-hmm. shall we say. <laughs> Dabbled in the drugs. Yeah. Uh, we had this vacation planned forever, and he did drugs the night before. And th- I'm not talking like marijuana or cocaine. I'm talking like 
drug a drug that you're going to be high on for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's called it's called meth. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so we're on the plane. And I remember my solar plexus, I literally was like, I should get off this plane because there's so much energy, angry shooting out of it. I think it's going to like light something on fire. Jesus, how do you release that? I don't know. I, I It hurt. <laughs> it physically hurt. And yeah. I was just like, oh, fuck. And that's where I feel a lot of like, anger um frustration whatever because it is it's this fiery ball of kind of ego to be honest Mm -hmm. because the solar plexus is all about like me Um. i exist i'm me and so it's easy to like spiritually bypass it and not kind of sink into what's good about it Uh which is that we're physically manifested we're on earth we don't want to be just pure divine energy otherwise why come here it's about meeting earth with divine (laughs) and you know that fire we have to have it otherwise you're just fucked you're just dead inside you're dead inside and you know what i've been thinking about it a lot lately because i was raised in a home that would always quote this bible verse that was like let your light so shine before men something 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 and it was kind of saying that if you shine your light the world will hate you and and mm-hmm, and like jesus shun shun shown shined <laughs> Jesus, Jesus shined his light. <laughs> Jesus shined his light and he got murdered because people hated it. And that's kind of the the lesson I was taught. Like you have this light inside of you and you have to shine it on the world and the world's not going to like it. And this light, according to how I was raised, is like your modesty, your humbleness, your um, whatever. What I'm beginning to realize is that No one hates anyone because of their humbleness or their modesty or any of that shit. People hated Jesus and people hate people who are shining their actual light, your actual talents. Why the fuck are you here? What are you doing? Yeah. It can be scary to be around somebody like that. Yeah. Especially if your fire isn't existing. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Chill. You know? Yeah. So... It's been really interesting for me to realize that it's not bad to shine. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of the point. This is just hitting you now in life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's incredible how deep that shit goes. From, I know. From back in the day. I mean, it's, it's pretty tragic that that would have that kind of impact because the most important thing that you could do is shine that light, live your purpose and do it fucking loud. Yeah. Like wearing something cool, (laughs) you know? And I just wasn't taught that. And also it's really scary to be that because you do feel like people are going to attack you or not like you or that you're going to hurt their feelings because they're not in that vibe at the, at the time. And it's just like, that's when you got to, uh, my kindergarten teacher used to say a lot, Megan, worry about Megan. Yeah. Because Megan was worried about everybody else in that kindergarten class. 
<laughs> so getting in touch with it is pretty fucking important. And, you know, before we come here, every seed has in it the potential to grow. Mm-hmm. And it wants to grow. And it should grow. It's good for it to bloom. It's good for it to bear fruit. Yeah. So that thing of us being the best version of ourselves is is already put so deep inside of us that it's kind of happening on its own. We resist it. We think we don't deserve it. We we just get stuck in a million stories. And yes, you have to. It's the environment. You have to be in the right environment. You have to be with the right people. You should be doing what you love. But it kind of moves itself in that direction. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, you can't be in the light all of the time. Obviously, in the solar plexus, there's also room for the shadow and the version of you that you don't like and bringing that version into the light and letting it exist and loving it. This is good. Yeah. I like this. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It has a lot to do with digestion, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Like how <laughs> how you digest food is all in the based on the fire. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's some real shit. It's some real energetic shit. Dude. Yeah. I loved when we did the shadow hypnosis together. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was like the first day of quarantine. Oh, my God, it was. And we laid down and we did this hypnosis, which was basically just exploring the shadow self. And the shadow is the part of ourselves that we don't want to look at. And it's the part of ourselves that we don't want to own, that we want to project onto other people. Um, I guess if I were to think about my shadow, it would be... I don't even know how to explain this without sounding like I'm in sixth grade, but like super basic. Does that make sense? What do you mean basic? Just like somebody who doesn't have their own thoughts, doesn't do their own thing, just wants to fit in, is like a follower. That kind of shit is I find myself being like, uh, but that's Uh because that's in me. So like you go down in this hypnosis to meet that part of you. And it's like sitting basically in a gutter waiting for you. And obviously my shadow self has way worse things than just like not thinking for itself. You know, we all have every aspect and, and every single thing from murdering to hating is, is in our psyche. We have every single piece of the pie. So you go down and you meet that person that you've been denying in yourself that you just can't stand. And you went and met yours. Yeah. And it was powerful. So, so yeah, so we were laying on the ground and, um, well, you, you started with the best version of yourself, right? Yes. Did you? Yes, you did. So yeah, you climb up this mountain and this is beautiful like it's like the top of the mountain is just like it's glowing and it's so angelic and then you've, there's this little house like a little hobbit house or something oh i forgot about all this part but you're right and, and yeah then you go inside and you meet like the best version of yourself what does this person look like what are they wearing where do they smell their hair their their skin mine just... was so cool oh my god she looked really cool <laughs> she had on a leather jacket Dang. Yeah. And then you go down, down, down into the, like the underground. The sewer. The sewer to meet the worst possible version of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you just completely 
last hope and gave yourself up, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. What would that person look like and smell like in their hair and their skin and their eyes? And yeah, man, that version of myself sucked. Really? But that's that's the opposite of the lesson. You're supposed to accept it. Well, that's that's right. But initially, <laughs> when you're looking at it, you're yeah. like, oh, my God, that's yeah. Ho- no, no. Please, God, please no. no. Never let that happen. And then you have the best version of yourself hug the worst version of yourself and you combine the two because and then you bring them back up to yeah to the, to the top of the mountain right right because if you are just that shiny person that you saw cool mm-hmm. you are not interesting and you you are not just that you know there's always going to be those two parts of us exactly it's about so, acknowledging yeah both sides embrace it love it bring it back up to the light solar plexus sun light um i think it was somewhere around going up the mountain in my mind mm, that the earth started shaking really yeah i mean you were having a really really powerful experience i and, was crying i yeah. felt my body was vibrating yeah and then we went to bed and you were laying in bed and that's when there was an earthquake yeah. at like this moment that you thought something really powerful and you were kind of tripped out about it. Yeah. It was, it was a big one. Yeah. It jolted. Pretty, pretty wild. Thanks for that, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. You recently have made huge strides in your mental health, your spiritual health, not your physical health, but you don't <laughs> need to do anything apparently because you're super skinny and you don't work out and eat everything you want. But um, what do you think shifted? Well, I definitely think something happened astrologically for me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Talking with Scott. Um, the astro- the, astro- astrologer, the astrologer. astrologer from with mm-hmm. Transit, who you've interviewed before. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, dude, you, you literally like died spiritually the old self died and this is a new you i mean i was feeling it in my real life i mean i was like went through a bad lull Mm -hmm. you know it was like a 10 day lull i was gonna go to berlin i was gonna go i was gonna do all over germany and it was your first time leaving the country yeah got my passport and everything yeah and then then COVID hit yeah Mm -hmm. um and then i just like had like a mental breakdown and i think that it's one of the worst things that ever happened to me, but it turned out to be one of the best because I, I I had to make a choice. You know, it's like, do you live in this old self, this old world that you've just been a slave to? Or do you just say, fuck this shit? I'm going to do something totally new. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I went, was totally new. And the first thing that I needed to do was get rid of some anger. Yeah. Maybe learn how to control the anger and, 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 and most importantly, figure out where it was coming from. Yep. And through really just a few amazing therapy sessions, I found that I was creating the scenarios that created so many triggers Wow! that created so many bad situations for me and other people that I could have prevented by just communicating properly, setting myself up for success. Yeah. And the situation that I want to be in. Yeah. I think that that's really cool and something that everybody can learn because you learned it really, really quickly and just putting some stuff in place because we all have that situation that we're like, I can't stop doing this. And 
actually, you know, we read the book Existential Kink on the podcast. Some of it you're creating unconsciously on purpose uh, because you unconsciously think you enjoy it because your heightened emotions, you know, whatever. But um, just putting some simple stuff in place, like you have a really hard time ending conversations or like ending helping someone. So just putting some like safe holds in place, like I will be like, hey, I'm going to come get you at this time and say that you have to go because otherwise you're going to not. Well, yeah, it was about boundaries. Yeah. You know, setting up um, energetic time. What are the the four boundaries? Ooh, I would love to know because I don't know them. And the the solar plexus chakra is all about boundaries. Oh, wow. He just got out a little notebook. Is this your therapy notebook? Therapy notebook. Oh, wow. Four types of boundaries. Give it to us. So, yeah, the four types of boundaries are energy, emotion, time, or value. Wow. So if somebody drains you energetically, you know, you have to set boundaries like maybe if they are super wild about politics or they're super angry about you know, the the grocery store every time they go there, whatever it is. And that just drains you. Yeah, it's if you're awful. With your, if you're with your best friend and that's what they do, it's like, yo, I don't want to talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Setting you yourself up because otherwise I would have just listened to it. And then at the end of the day, I would have just been had no energy to do what I needed to do for myself. Emotional. Same thing. I felt like if it's like your mom and she always talks about your brother who's dead to you. <laughs> <laughs> this and, is just an example. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing that's going on in Crystal Chris's real life. Yeah. It's just like, all right, mom, I can't hear about this person anymore because it, it makes me mad or it makes me sad or it makes me whatever it is. It's, you know, time. Oh, you got that friend who comes over uh-huh. <laughs> and just takes 10 hours to do something that would normally take 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Hey, pal, I got two hours today. Yep. Are you available from two to four? Yeah, you can. You should never enter into open ended anything. <laughs> yeah, I need hard boundaries. And that's, I mean, and that's good for creativity, too. Yeah, that's true. And for everything. If, if you only have two hours or three hours to do with someone, it's just like, it's more focused. It's more intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, value, the fourth one. Oof. And again, maybe some of these, <laughs> you have that friend or that person in your life who they trigger like two or three or all of these. Why are you looking at me so hard? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm not. I'm, I'm just <laughs> reading my notes from therapy. <laughs> Um, I mean, sometimes you have that friend who's like triggers two or three of these and it's, it's a matter of incorporating all that into one sentence. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And what is value? What? So value, if you, if you have, if you, if it's a client, Uh um, or someone that you collaborate with in some way and they don't credit you the, the, the right way, or they, they never want to pay Uh what you're asking. It's a matter of not taking that client, just saying, "Look, this is what I charge." And got it. You know, got it. it. It's it's that's been a tough one for me because money money's always been like a tough conversation. Mm-hmm. You been, would rather just not get paid for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's been probably the toughest one because I think it's a creative person. You that's just side of your brain that doesn't isn't working <laughs> working mm-hmm. at least for me. Yeah, I mean, I think part of our lesson, if you are somebody who struggles with it, is learning how to do it. Um, The things that you're bad at are actually what you need to 
learn from, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like a cool little opportunity to recognize your value. I'm reading this book right now and it says there's three schools of mm, lessons that we need to learn in this life. And you might have all three, but everybody has a dominant one. It's the school of money, the school of love and the school of health. Damn. Yeah. So I think we're definitely in the school of money. Yeah. You know, I, you know, after therapy with these boundaries, I've been, I've been incorporating it. Uh, into my speech with clients and it's it's helped so much really yeah people just want to be told you know what the fuck is going on shoot it straight like what's happening yeah what do you want and what What can you do yeah yeah what do you what's your role setting up your role i mean this was really good for um the value stuff the time stuff emotion uh, the energetic i mean all in going into a project like hey this is what i want to do for you Mm-hmm. I want it to look like this. I want to play this part. It's going to cost this much. It's going to take this much time. Do you still want to do it? Just simple to the point. Mm-hmm. Love it. You know, at the end of the day, everyone knows what's going on. There's no gray area. You're not finding anything out later. Mm-hmm. And why is that so scary? <laughs> <laughs> I think people are like afraid of rejection. Oh my God. You're completely right. I love that your therapy journal is. It really looks like you're a serial killer. <laughs> there's <laughs> writing scribbles. things at super speed. Yeah, upside down writing. There's numbers just randomly. Yeah. Put on. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lots to go over. Value is really, really hard for me, and mm-hmm. it is that. Oh my God! Do you remember when I took acid and my solar plexus shattered? Oh, yeah. Okay. So last year, I'll tell you what happened. I (laughs) (laughs) sit down, get comfortable. Um, I took acid and I went to my bedroom and laid down in my bed and was like, oh, I'm going to do a little meditation. And it was about drying the energy up from the earth and and your feet and up, up, up. And it reached my solar plexus. And it was like somebody took a hammer and hit me and I was made of glass. I heard it. I felt it like hot water. It felt like splattered me on the face. And it was all just energy. But it was my I had frozen my solar plexus. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that because of that, it would just automatically turn into the sun and start, you know, <laughs> firing up. And and it has uh, definitely turned up the heat. But I am nowhere near. the. It, there should be a sun inside of you. Yeah. It should be just as powerful as the sun. Fuck. Yeah. So mine isn't, <laughs> mine isn't quite there yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More like a firefly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm working on it and hopefully it'll turn up. Yeah, I think it all comes back to purpose. We all have a purpose. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. And I think a lot of times in life, it's easy to be like, okay, my I fucked it up. Like my purpose came and went. I didn't find it. I don't know what the fuck it is, but whatever it is, it's ruined. And I'm just going to like daily life obsess and live in that state. Turn into a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Turn into a robot. You're always just one thought away from it. Mm. You know, no matter what circumstance you're in, where you've ended up, how much you think you fucked up. Like I, I spent 
the probably most valuable five years of my life completely high on Ambien. I shouldn't say it's the most valuable because it's not. I haven't lived those years yet. I'm starting to. But it would be really easy for me to be like, cool, I fucked it up. But my purpose is always just a thought away. Yeah, that's so powerful. Right? One thought would get you out of that loop. And giving it some room. It's like pruning a garden, you know, give it some room to grow. Trust that another power besides yourself is working through it. And if you're absolutely not getting any traction, maybe you're on the wrong track. Uh You know, maybe let it go and see what happens. My dad's a fertility specialist, so he does like IVF and stuff like that. And it's really interesting, like... Sometimes somebody will go through the whole process of IVF and still not get pregnant. Like, fuck it. We're going to adopt a baby or we're going to just not worry about it. And then pregnant. Damn. Right? Yeah. So you just release something and something just the energy just moves. Yeah. Just stuck. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes you can want something so badly that you hold it away from yourself because you have so much fear, resistance, whatever. And that's why Abraham Hicks, my favorite YouTube channel ever um you know it says don't think about the things that you're not getting because you have so much negative thoughts and resistance and bullshit built around it that you're gonna have a lot more luck being like oh my god my cat is so cute and just really milking positive things in little ways to get your mind like oiled up like lubed up and happiness and like whatever and then a thought will just come to you from actual inspiration or source regarding the topic that you've been stuck on yeah because you can't solve a problem with the same thinking that caused the problem yeah so it's like a little self trick i love that yeah change your way of thinking yeah one one thought away you're one thought away baby (laughs) dude chris you are one of my favorite people. You too, Megan. You're so wonderful. Thank you for being here. You are just killing it. Thank you. You're e- killing it. You e- inspire me. Oh, you inspire me. Uh, we're, we're just one <laughs> thought away from something good. I, I agree. Let's go fucking murder this day. Let's go live our purpose. All right, vibrators. Join the Facebook group if you want to. Superficial Magic Vibrators. Come and tell us what you're manifesting, what you're realizing, and we will talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.